Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. Okay, friends, I'm back for another episode. If you listen to the episode that I posted right before this one about I use CI, but my students go to the next level and they're expected to use a textbook, then this is a great follow-up episode that is all going to be about what's called the word off. I learned this strategy from Tina Hargaden, and it's something that she has written about multiple times in her different in her different books, the most recent book being Foundations. Um, it's a really great resource, so check it out if you're looking for more support, but I'm going to do my best to explain it here for you. So the word off is a really great strategy. For if you have students that need to have been exposed to, I'm purposefully not saying learned because students who memorize long lists of vocabulary for a test and then forget them the next day, I don't feel have really learned vocabulary, right? Um, That was my struggle when I used to teach with a textbook is we would take a vocab quiz the next day, they would read that word in context and they wouldn't know what it meant, which is what put me on my search to finding a better way to do things. So I am not advocating that you actually quiz your students and give them assessments on these vocabulary words, but this is a fun way to gamify and competitionify um, learning some of these words, especially for your students who you know are kind of motivated for this or want this, and um, they will maybe need more of this exposure to kind of the broader words um, for them to go on to the next level so the teacher is like, oh, you did actually learn some of these things last year. Um, even though you know your students can read and listen and write and speak like really great without thinking about it. But anyway, that's beside the point. I digress. So the word off. Typically, this is a great thing to do in the end of the school year. But it's also something you could spread out throughout the year. It's something that I'm spreading out throughout the year this year on purpose because I don't want to feel rushed at the end of the year. And that's happened to me the last two years. <laughs> great. Thanks, COVID. So I'm like, nope, COVID, you're not getting one up on me this year. I'm going to start some of this stuff early with my students. I also get them an extra day per week this year than I've ever had them before. So I'm like, it's okay that we take some of this time to do the word off. So basically, whether you're getting your students ready for a textbook kind of course, or they would have supposed to have learned these words, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, you just can't see them, um, in your, your language class, or it's the end of the year and you are like, I can't do the normal teaching thing anymore. Let's create random fun vocab lists out of topics that the students want to learn about. So maybe your students are really into exotic animals. Maybe your students are really into tropical fruits. Maybe your students are really into any and all words that could be used to describe and talk about Taylor Swift and her music. I don't know. Um, But any topic of cars, maybe your students are really into cars or like sports equipment or I don't know. So you get my drift here. So you're either using kind of pre-made lists from the textbook or you're coming up with lists with your students. And basically what you're going to do is you're going to provide the students with a way to practice these words in some sort of an online game thing. So I put the words into Quizlet. I also put them into GimKit. Some students prefer Quizlet over GimKit. Um, But the practicing that we do live in class is actually 
is on GimKit. And so basically what we'll do is I'll give them the list and I'll put these words in a, in a technology system where they can review them. And um, we'll play for maybe 10 minutes in a class period or a couple days, you know, over some period of time. And we'll kind of go through all and just play with some of these words. And they have the list in front of them. And so they're kind of learning them as they... Um, as they continue to play and repeat them over and over and over again in these games. Um, I know Tina really likes playing with um, quizzes. And some of these games have come really far um, since the last time Tina was in the classroom. That sounds like she's been out of the classroom very long. It hasn't been very long, but the games have come a long way. So you could use Book It for free. Um, you could use Quizlet Live for free, Kahoot for free, um, Quizzes for free. I prefer GimKit. Um, Anywho, she liked quizzes because when you play a live game on quizzes, you can, like, look at the class average. So you could just, like, continue to play this game until the class average was, like, an 80%, and then you could move on to the next set of words or so. And then basically once you've gone through practicing all the words in your unit or in your topic, you have a word off. It's kind of like a spelling bee, but you're not spelling. You're just doing word translations. So here's what happens. I go around the room, and I follow – I use my seating chart, like, to actually track this – and I just, I start with the easy words, right? And I start by giving the students the words in Spanish, and they have to tell me what they mean in English. So I'll just go around the room, and then on the seating chart, I'll put a little plus, or I'll put a minus next to the student's name if they get one right or wrong. And we go around for as long as you have available. So it could be if you had 20 minutes to do this, or if you want to do this for the whole class period. It would probably get old for the whole class period, but you never know. Um, and so the student at the end of the class... Um, that has, you know, won the most rounds or gotten the most correct words, wins. Um, and for my students, when they're just, like, competing in this, like, unit competition, um, I give them 10 Clipper Cash, which is, like, our PBIS reward. Um, and then the second place finisher I give 5 Clipper Cash to. And that's how I reward them. So that's kind of our school currency or whatnot. You could, you know, give them a piece of candy or... Tell them you'll bring in their favorite drink or whatever for them. Whatever is appropriate for a reward at your school. Then, here's the, here's the big thing. At the end of the year, so you could do this all condensed, right, in like May. You could do like each week. You could do like a different unit or whatever. But like if you're preparing them like a whole year's worth of Spanish, that's like a lot to come at them in a very short period of time. Um, so I don't necessarily recommend waiting that long if you really want them to be able to digest some of these words and not want them to be like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Um, so come the end of the year, we're going to spend some time leading up to it, reviewing the words from unit one, two, three, four, five, six. And then we're going to have like the ultimate word off. So the ultimate word off is like all the words from six, all six units. This is the way I do it because they cover six units in Spanish one. All the words from all six units are fair game. So I do the exact same process. I go around the room and I put pluses when they get it right and minuses when they get it wrong. And then it'd probably just be easier to only put pluses on the page. But anyway, I digress. Um, and then at the end of the class period, the person who had the most um the most correct out of both classes so i have i do this like with my eighth grade so i have 50 eighth graders so the one eighth grader who got the most correct i buy them and tina always mentions like you can buy this giant bag of candy and like 
tell them it's going to be available for them after school on the last day of school and they can come get it then and you know a lot of times kids forget the prizes or whatever but um i tell them i'll buy them a full-size bag or a pack if they choose like juice boxes or something instead of their favorite kind of snack or drink not soda um but like if they wanted a box of Capri Suns or if they wanted a big bag of Doritos or if they really loved like gummy bears or something like that. Um, so then I, I make a point to go to the store and buy that thing for them. Um, and then I'll buy like the theater, the dollar theater boxes of candy for the students who come in second and third in the whole eighth grade. Um, so that's kind of how the word off works. You're literally going around asking students for words. So I always start with the easy words and I give them the Spanish. They tell me the English. And then um, about mm, halfway through the time we have, I switch. So I'll go through like the easy words where I give them the Spanish, they tell me the English. Then I'll start to get to some harder words where I tell them the Spanish and they tell me the English. And then I switch. I find the easy words and I give them the English and they have to tell me the Spanish. So this is where more of that challenge comes in. Um, and then I go to some of the harder words because at some point, like, you kind of got to get to a point where, like, some kids are, like, pulling away with the wind, right? You can't have six kids survive all nine rounds and then you're buying six things of candy or giving out 600 bajillion clipper cash. I mean, I guess you could if you really want to, if that's your choice, if that's how you want to do it. But I start to, you know, up the difficulty when I feel like we're getting or when we're running out of time. Um, and if I end up in a place where two kids are tied, I basically do like back and forth, right? Like they get a word, the other person gets a word, they get a word, the other person gets a word. And then whoever survives that round, it's kind of like, you know, sudden death or whatever. Um, so that's the word off. It's a super easy way to teach a whole bunch of vocabulary to get them exposed to all the things they were, you know, quote unquote, supposed to learn in Spanish one um, that, you know, the crazy CI teacher over here doesn't focus on and spend her time doing. Um, and once you have these things set up, especially if you're trying to prepare them for, you know, like Spanish two at the at the high school where those teachers will have expected them to have learned all these things before. Um, but it's great because, I mean, yeah, it's going to take a while for you to set it up. But now that I have it set up, I have this resources of all these Quizlet lists so I can send it to the parents over the summer and I can be like, hey, in case your child would like to review their Spanish before I'm going into Spanish too, here's a resource. Um, and then the kids have access to it all year long as well. I post all the links in their Google Classroom. Um, and so then they can, they can practice in their free time if they'd like to do that. So there you have it. That's the word off. Let me know what questions you have. Happy to help. I hope this comes in handy. Um, if you don't have to prepare them for a textbook series or for vocab, I would not do it with textbook words. I would create a word list that you're interested in as a class as just like a fun thing to do maybe at the end of the year or the week before like winter break or something like that. Um, so I'm not saying that you should all go ahead and jump in and do this, but it is a strategy and a more fun way to teach a boatload of vocabulary than kind of doing traditional textbook practice. So I hope it helps.